reading from Bhagavad Gita, chapter 6, verse 15. Yudhyam evam sadamhanam
All the planets in the spiritual kingdom are self-illuminated like the sun in the material sky. The kingdom of God is everywhere but the spiritual sky, and the planets thereof are called Paramatama or superior worlds. A consummate yogi who is perfect can understand the Lord Krishna, as is clearly stated herein by the Lord himself, can attain real peace and can ultimately reach the supreme abode in Krishna Loka, known as the Loka The promise of Mita 537 is clearly stated. The Lord, although residing always in his Loka, is the all-pervading Brahmana, and the Loka is Brahmana as well, the dint of his superior spiritual energies. No one can reach the spiritual sky by Hinton or enter into the Lord's eternal abode of Loka Vrindava without the proper understanding of Krishna and his plenary expansion of Vishnu. Therefore, a person working in Krishna consciousness is a perfect yogi. Because his mind is always absorbed in Krishna's activities, Savanana Krishna Paravana Yoga. In the Vedas, also, Shaitan Tarapanishad, the Eka learned, Tangeya one can overcome the path of birth and death only by understanding the supreme sign of Godhead, Krishna. In other words, perfection of the yoga system is the attainment of freedom from material existence and not some magical jugglery or gymnastic feats to be fooled in So, uh, the purport in this purport Prabhupada is emphasizing understanding. We must understand Krishna. This is called Sambhavakya. And along with understanding Krishna, it's not enough to just understand. We have to do something for Krishna also. That's Abhidaya, for devotional service. And if we understand, and if we do devotional service, then we go back to Godhead, right? And we get the goal of life, to go back to home, back to Godhead. Srila Prabhupada always encouraged us that we can go back to Godhead in this very life, and we should try for it. And he promised if we chant the 16 rounds and follow the regular principles, he will take us back to Godhead. So Prabhupada has that promise and we should try for it. So in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, the last verse in the purport, Srila Prabhupada explains, he says in the purport, one can attain Krishna consciousness or divine life at once within a second, or one may not attain such a state of life even after millions of births. So what makes it possible for us to attain Krishna consciousness in, in a second? What makes it possible? Prabhupada tells us in the purport. Two things. It is only a matter of understanding and accepting the fact. Two things. We must understand Krishna 
we must accept it too. It's two different things. The difference between understanding and accepting. So let's try to find, figure out what that means. Understanding means jnana. We get some knowledge about Krishna. We understand, oh, I'm serving Krishna. And vigyana, so this is theoretical knowledge. And practical knowledge is vigyana. And we practice what we hear. We engage in devotional service. If we hear Bhagavad Gita, we understand we should surrender to Krishna. So, in, in the lecture, Papa, of course, is more merciful than Krishna. Krishna says, anyone who understands my birth, my activities, after leaving this body, he will attain me. He will go back to Godhead. Um, Papa says that if, if you don't understand, if you try to understand, just try to understand, and then you will go back to Godhead. It will be liberated. You just accept, yes, I am serving of Krishna. So how, how do we accept Krishna? Sri Prabhupada has advised us we should chant Hare Krishna like a child crying for his mother. And in his first lecture, Prabhupada said, Mother Harad helps the living entity achieve the grace of Hare or Krishna. So if we cry loud enough, Radharani will pick us up and offer us to Krishna. And that's our only hope. So our chanting is, is very, very important. And um, so when we chant Hare Krishna also, we have, if we understand what the mantra means, it's please accept me. Please accept me. I mean, the fifth shikshastika, I am at the Tanujikaramakuruma, that uh, somehow I'm your servant, but I'm, I'm drowning in this ocean of material existence. So please pick me up and place me as an atom of dust that you love to So when we chant, we should have this mentality please pick me up. Now, what happens if we, have, if we chant Hare Krishna? with this mentality, please pick me up, Krishna, please pick me up. We chant very nicely, Sri Prabhupada said, Krishna will come. And Krishna will say, please accept me, please accept me. Uh, because often during Japa we are distracted. And we wouldn't even notice if Krishna came. Uh, and he does come, he comes and he tries. Because we are trying, Krishna is also trying his side to make us his servants. And so Sri Prabhupada also explained that when we wake up in the morning we are thinking, okay, today is, I have so many problems. What I have to do today? What is this problem? What is that problem? Um, but actually we have no problem. Only one problem. What is that one problem? How to accept Krishna. That's our problem. How to, how to accept Krishna today? Tonight, that is our problem. We don't accept Krishna. We think I am the doer. I must solve these problems. So we, we need to increase our attachment for Krishna. And my purport in the ninth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, she probably gave a four-point program how to become attached to Krishna. How to increase our attachment. Number one, go and see Krishna every day in the temple. See the deity. 
Make offerings by worshiping the deity. Number two, chant the holy name and preach. These four things will help us become attached to Krishna. This is called Asatamaya Satamaya which she says in Gita, chapter 7. So we have, we have two things. We have the Pantra Chika, the Deity Worship, and we have the Bhagavad, Shavanam Kirtan. And these are combined in Bhagavatam. Prayer Shikadeva Sami. Shikadeva says, Yakirtanam Yasmaranam Nadikshanam Yadananam Yadshanam Yadaranam Yadasasanya Vinokyaksham Let me offer respectful obeisances to the all-species Lord, Shri Krishna. About whom glorification, remembrance, audience, prayers, hearing, and worship can at once cleanse the effects of all sins of the performer. So if we do these things, chant, in kirtana, and smarana, remember Krishna, but there's a new one here that's not in the nine processes that we usually hear about, yadikshana. What does yadikshana mean? And, uh, to see Krishna, go and see him. Go and talk to him, say your prayers. Dikshanam, uh, sit down in front of the deity and appreciate how nicely is Krishna dressed today. Where are the flowers? Where are the flower decorations that these ladies are making? Special decorations. Sometimes you don't see any crown except flower crowns on the deities. And so I always look every day, where are the flowers today? Because sometimes Krishna's whole belt is flowers. Uh, very beautiful decorations. Ikshanam. Now another meaning of Ikshanam is uh, to see the, the pictures in Prabhupada's books. When you distribute books and you show the pictures to people, they're also seeing Krishna. And this is, they will make advancement in spiritual life. So the books, the books distribution is so important. There was one devotee who distributed a book one Bhagavad Gita to one man. And the man took the book home and his roommate picked up the book. His roommate was a drunkard. He was always drinking, drinking, drinking. He picked up the Bhagavad Gita. He read one sentence for the soul there is either birth or death. With the book down he threw the book, is that what rubbish? No, this is rubbish. But the time, the day came and the drunkard drank a little too much and the Yamadunas came and they took him away to Yamaraj. And Yamaraj said, you are very sinful. You must suffer. You must suffer. So, what do you say for yourself now? What are you going to do now? And the drunkard somehow he remembered that, that sentence from Bhagavad Gita, he said, for the soul there is neither birth nor death. And Yamaraj said, okay, go back. <laughs> so he picked up, he went back, he picked up that Bhagavad Gita, read front, to, front cover to back cover, and, and found the address and became a brahmachari and joined the temple. And, uh, but, the, but then the, after six months living brahmachari life, he said, this is too much austerity. I, I need a drink. Um, so he went to the bar and he was drinking and drinking the whole day. Night came. 
and the owner of the bar said, okay, we're closing, you have to go home now. And so then the uh, bartender said to him, the owner said, what are you going to do now? And he got such a fright. Just the same thing Yamaraj said to him. And he went back and tried, went back to the temple and stopped him. So yeah, Krishna, once we surrender to Krishna, Krishna does not let us go. We belong to him, we are his. So we should be serious in our devotional service. You can't chant nicely, just go in front of the deities, appreciate how they look, how beautiful they are. Vandana and uh, you offer prayers. Shamanam, Kirtanam, Arhanam. Deity worship if you're a little more advanced. Um, so then your material contamination will be washed off if you do these things. Now the second verse, there's another verse in Shukadev's prayers, next verse. Let me offer my respectful obeisances again and again to the all-auspicious Lord Shri Krishna. A highly intellectual, simply by surrendering unto his lotus feet, are relieved of all attachments to present and future existence without difficulty progressing to spiritual existence. So in Bhagavad Gita, you know, there's a famous verse, give up all varieties of religion, surrender to me, I will free you from all sinful reactions. So in that verse, Krishna promises to uh, free us from all our past sinful reactions. Now, Bhagavatam, Gita is like a seed, and Bhagavatam is like the flowers are growing from the seed, so it, it, it grows more, you learn more in Bhagavatam. So this verse by Shukadev, it expands on this verse, Krishna's verse from Bhagavad Gita, and it says that not just past, your present and your future, I'll free you from those attachments too. So this is uh, how Bhagavatam progresses and it expands on what we're getting. So, there's a very beautiful translation of these verses by Shukadeva Purport of this prayer of Shukadeva. Prabhupada says, My dear Arjuna, you are very dear to me, and therefore only for your good I'll disclose the most secret part of my instructions. It is simply this, Become a pure devotee of mine and give yourself to me only. And I promise you full spiritual existence by which you may gain the eternal right of transcendent loving service to me. So, what, what a translation. Before in Bhagavad Gita, we hear Krishna saying, Surrender to me. Now, in this purport, Prabhupada says, Give yourself to me. It's more like a lover and beloved. And so we have our different moods in surrendering to Krishna. We can surrender like, okay, it's my duty, I'm forced, I surrender. Or we can say, oh, I'll give myself to Krishna. You are, I belong to you, I am yours, and you are mine. So this is a totally different mood of uh, surrendering to Krishna. So Krishna is calling us in Bhagavad Gita, surrender to me, come to me, be my devotee, and I'll protect you. We have that eternal protection, the promise of Krishna. So why should we surrender? 
course, it's good, good news to surrender to get free from our karma. But there's other reasons, too, uh, why we should surrender. Prahlad Maharaj, his prayers, gives several reasons why we should surrender to Krishna. He said, first of all, my mind is trapping me. Yeah, um, and so many desires to be fulfilled. So I feel like I'm trapped. And that's why I want to get free from this, this entanglement. And if I take shelter of the Lord and see then I this will happen. Now the second reason why we should surrender, that Prabhupada says, is I'm being crushed by time. Um, so time, yes. Time is crushing us, especially if we get old. You realize, you look in the mirror and you realize, I am not this body. Uh, yes, uh, it's really not me. Uh, because inside, we're young. We're inside, we're the soul, and we don't think we're you know, over 70 years old, unless we really identify with the body. But we're, we're young, we're spiritual beings. We're 16 years old in the spiritual world. So that's why um, it's very difficult. When you're young, you identify with the body. You're invincible, you can do anything. And you don't think you're going to get old. But Prabhupada told us when we were young, he said, don't think this won't happen to you. That old age won't hit you. No, it's, it's hitting very It's the wheel of time. Time is, is destroying us. Um, so, People in this world, they think, yeah, it's okay, I may crush my time. It's all right. Um, and in the 60s, there was a philosophy. I'm okay, you're okay. Prabhupada took that philosophy, he said, I'm okay, you're not okay. That was Shri Prabhupada. Um, so, yes, Palamaraj um, is praying these reasons why we should surrender. The mind is trapping us and time is crushing us. Um, so Srila Prabhupada uh, in his lecture said, okay, you're calling, you're saying, please pick me up, please pick me up. Why should I pick you up? Because I'm surrendering to you, that's why. Now I'm, I realize my mistake, I'm going to surrender. So another reason why we should surrender Prabhupada says that um, everything here is temporary. I saw that um, people want to go to heavenly planets long duration of life, but I've seen my father, when he was laughing, the demigods were afraid of him, running Kashyapal, and he would, his eyeballs would go some way, and the demigods would get afraid. He said, but everything's temporary, because he lost everything in a moment. So, yes, um, when I was in New Zealand, it's an earthquake zone, and within 45 minutes, not while I was there, the whole city was finished. The whole city of Christchurch, all the buildings crumbled, and there was no more city. So afterwards, I went to, to preach there, and uh, yeah, I was experiencing a little bit of the aftershocks. So one, one morning, 2.30 in the morning, I woke up, I was chanting Hare Krishna, and boom, it was a huge shock. And my first I was in my bed and my first thought was, my computer's going to fall on the floor. Um, <laughs> no, you, it's, you have to be serious. It's, you know, not only your computer could fall on the floor, the roof could fall on you. 
um, but uh, yeah, are you are you chanting Hare Krishna? Are you ready? Another time I was in the same house and uh, it was 9.30, I was going to sleep and then I was hearing like some rumbling. I thought it was, they had four children and I was, they were running. I thought, oh, they're making so much noise. But then the house started to shake back and forth and I know it was not the children. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, yeah, when, you, when an earthquake comes and it's all dark, you have no idea of up and down and inside or out. You don't know. You, have, you lost your identity, basically. Because you have no uh, idea or concept of where's the ground anymore, uh, where you are or what's, what's going on. But when I went out, out of my door, I saw all the, all the whole family was on the computer seeing what, and they were playing a game like, okay, I think it's a number 4.7. Oh no, I think it's a 2.3. They were all guessing what's the number of the shop. And, and so I thought, oh boy, you know, I guess they're used to it. Um, anyway, but when I was driving in that city, there were all these speed limit signs, you know, they have speed limits, uh, how fast you can go on the road. So there was every sign that said 30, temporary, 40, temporary, you really got the sense of temporary there. And, and yeah, everything was temporary, the whole city was gone. And, uh, so, and they were having new addresses. Here's our new address, temporary. It's like, okay, we really got it. We really got this idea. And, um, so Prabhupada, he, um, he saw this, he, he preached this to us that everything is temporary. One time he saw a sign, she probably saw a sign on the road, detour, temporary, inconvenience, permanent improvement. And Prabhupada said, Permanent inconvenience, no improvement. So yes, he would comment on these things. So that's another reason why we should surrender to Krishna, so he can protect us from these changes. Now, so many changes are being predicted in the world. This is going to happen, that's going to happen. People are not going to have food. But even people, I mean, in Ukraine, the devotees are giving everybody food. Even though there's no electricity, no water, they're somehow managing to cook for hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people. So another reason why we should surrender to Krishna is that um, there's no happiness here. In this material world, everyone wants happiness, but it's like a mirage in the desert. It's a mirage means something that does not exist. It looks real, but it's not real. So that is happiness in this material world. It's very unreal. You go after it and it keeps going further away. So this is another reason why we should surrender to Krishna. Now, these are all negative reasons. There is one positive reason. Why should we surrender to Krishna? The positive reason is we will get causeless mercy from Krishna if we surrender. Pradhamaraj, that causeless mercy, that um, even Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma, and Lakshmi, they never got the mercy that Shigede put his hand on Pradhamaraj's head. Brahma didn't get that, Shiva didn't get that. So Pradhamaraj got special mercy. 
Um, and that is uh, a positive reason why we should surrender to Krishna. If we surrender to Krishna, we will get positive mercy. So if we follow this process of deity worship and chanting, then we will develop attachment for Krishna and go back to God. So this verse is about going back to God and then tell how the yogis do it, control of the body, mind, and activities, uh, control the mind, and we do that by chanting. We chant Hare Krishna, we do service to Krishna, and we can go back to God in this very life. We can do it. So, I would like to give an example of someone who went back to Godhead in his very life. It was one Mataji in Mayapur, Manarupa. And uh, so her, she, I was following her, she was leaving her body, and it was on Facebook. You could watch, you could see everything. And uh, her husband, was commenting because devotees, you know, when, when they see things on Facebook, they always send some comments. So they were commenting on this, and the husband was answering the comments. So he, first he was replying, he said, Manarupa is so happy today and blissful. And she said, You gave me so many wonderful days, um, but you saved the best for last. This is the best part of my life. Imagine when you're in, in the bed dying and you say this is the best part. Because sannyasis were coming, they were chanting kirtan, Radha Swami came, Jayataka Swami came, I was watching it on Facebook, and uh, they were at her bedside and chanting and, and preaching. And so um, she has stopped eating, selling food to become more internal and focused on the goal of life, to go back to home and to And um, so she's giving, um, the Lord is giving her so much love, and we're feeling all the love that you're sending to her from all over the world. And, but we want her internal well-being, not temporary, so-called health. So people commented, we pray she is well soon. So the husband said, yes, she will very soon be perfectly well forever. And she'll get a spiritual body. Yes, she will be well, don't worry. And other friends said, I feel very sad to see Mataji in this condition. And I said, well, who said? We're, we're happy, she's happy. The body that was given to cross this ocean has done his service. And she cries, she doesn't need the boat anymore. You go to the spiritual world, the boat is, the body is disintegrating into the elements. Because the body, the chakra, the mind, intelligence, they stay on this side, they don't go with you. Back to Godhead, you leave all these things here. And the soul gets its eternal spiritual body. Other friends said, I hope she recovers soon. Yes, we lost our spiritual identity by misusing our free will and we want to enter the material world away from Krishna. Has so many births and deaths. And now she's recovering her spiritual identity. She will recover very soon. She is recovering. Others' friends said, I pray she may rest in peace. We're not the body, 
We don't go into a coffin. Only the body does. For, for us, the party is just beginning. Because she's going to the spiritual world and every day there's a party there. Uh, she's not going to rest in peace uh, at all. And uh, there was an example, like they showed a video where everyone was kind of, you know, depressed and just kind of like serious. And then, you know, they're having a, a kirtan, a very soft kirtan. And then she's in the bed and she's going, come on, come on, dance, dance. And she's kind of the life of the party. And she was saying, no, oh, this, is, this is a very happy occasion now. Why are you sad? So she understood. And uh, others said, don't give up on life. But life is eternal and cannot be given up. We are spiritual. We are spiritual beings. We cannot give up our life. And others said, there's a doctor who, sent, who has saved many lives. I said, doctors can't save lives. Only Krishna can save our life from this material world. So, other friends said, may you have strength in this time of difficulty. Um, he said, by the grace of Guru, we're not fighting, feeling any difficulty. No, we're very happy. Uh, we're preparing for this moment. Don't feel offended that I have answered you according to uh, spiritual life. I honestly explained the lucky situation. So then, Anakadashi, the second day of Kirtan Mail in Mayapur, she asked her husband, who is, who is a great astrologer, are the deities open? First question. He said, yes. He said, and then she asked, is this an auspicious time to leave? And he said, yes, so she left. <laughs> and so this is a mystic power that you can leave at your will. And I was just reading mystic powers in Bhagavad, Shima Bhagavatam, 11th Canto, 15th chapter. One of the mystic powers is that you can leave your body at your will. So, this is the yogis can do this, and the devotees can do this and go straight back to the next time. So, here's an example. She was not a, a great preacher, she was just a mother of two kids, husband, wife. She was a housewife. Uh, but uh, she made her life successful. Recently, there was another lady who, who um, left her body, and she came back to her husband in a dream and said, all you have to do is chant your 16 rounds and follow the regular principles. It's true. Um, yes, that's what I did, and, and I went, I am there. So yes, that's what we have to do. And we can also go back to home, back to God. And try to understand Krishna, and try to accept Him. And then Krishna will accept us. So I'll stop here. If there's any questions or comments, Yes, you have your hand up there. Is there a, a microphone? No. Microphone?
Okay, over here. Over here, microphone. Yeah, I always should have a good Christian. 